Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? NASCAR on NBC will celebrate the nation's independence with 4th of July fireworks on a road course where the Cup Series hasn't run since 1956. 65 years ago, Road America hosted its first and only Premier Series event, won by NASCAR Hall of Famer Tim Flock. It's the NBC Broadcast Network's first race of the season after running its first three races on NBCSN at Nashville and a Pocono doubleheader. The Road America race fits the Peacock's patriotic portfolio of late spring and summer sporting events as the United States approaches 70% of vaccinated adults and reopens to full capacity. NBC Sports executive producer Sam Flood says he and his team are glad to be back at the track. It just feels like in the last month the world is coming back to the way it needs to be with fans in the stands and the energy of live sporting events with people at the venues and having been to the Kentucky Derby and the Indy 500 for our shows over the last month or so, it really felt right. It felt like life was back uh, to the way we want it to be. And for this NASCAR and NBC sports team to be able to engage uh, with a crowd at the racetrack, to be at the track, to be at the place these four guys and the rest of the team love more than anything else in the world is being at the racetrack. And we saw last year how special it was when they got back to the track for the last five or six races of the season and the engagement being around uh, the sights, the sounds, uh, the smells, the energy um, of a NASCAR race. It made it special, and it's even more special and more important now that the fans are back in the stands. It just makes – it turns a race into an event, and we love events. And no one makes big events bigger than NBC Sports and the team we have here. NBC's booth is led by Rick Allen, who says his team stayed in touch throughout the first half of the season broadcast by Fox and looks forward to getting together each week and feeding off the fans. We're really fired up to get going. Um, As a a team, we have been uh, chatting and texting and talking every single race throughout the entire season. Uh, we have a great line of communication that we're able to just enjoy these races uh, all throughout the first 16 races. And now we get to enjoy them shoulder to shoulder, side by side in the booth uh, and call and do what we love to do. And that's uh, watching NASCAR racing and enjoying it with the fans. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. In the first half of a comeback season following a suspension for using a racial slur in an iRacing event in 2020, Kyle Larson has been the story of the year. Larson won this month's road course race at Sonoma Raceway, and he finished second to Hendrick Motorsports teammate Chase Elliott in May's inaugural event at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. NBC analyst Jeff Burton says it'll be fun to see who will challenge title favorite Larson as the year ticks down to the Phoenix finale. You know, on track, I, I got to tell you, I think the drivers and the teams, they have been they have been bringing it. It has been a really good year, a lot of on-track excitement. Uh, you know, clearly Kyle Larson is, you know, taking charge at this point in the year, but that's not, you know, we know that that, that doesn't always just go like that. Who, who can knock him off? Who can go and take that away from him? That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, it's been a great year. I don't see any reason why that's not going to continue. All four Hendrick teams have won at least one race this season for Chevrolet. Team Penske's three Ford drivers have gone to victory lane, 
and representing Toyota, three of Joe Gibbs Racing's four cars have earned wins and all but advanced to the playoffs. Former Hendrick driver and current NBC analyst Dale Earnhardt Jr. says his old team, led by defending champion Elliott, will have to fight to win the 2021 title. A lot of the playoff conversations are going to start happening who can maintain not only the momentum that they have uh, in, in the teams that are winning, but also uh, where that cutoff is and who might make or, or miss the playoff. All that stuff starts to really become part of the conversation. A lot of storylines start to really develop. So it's a really fun part of the year as we, as we close in on the playoffs and, uh, and the playoffs have really, um, brought a lot of good excitement and drama. They delivered every year and, uh, and, you know, from uh, from a fan's perspective, uh, I guess as a I'm a broadcaster, but I'm I'm really just a fan to be honest with you. Um, from a fan's perspective, it uh, it's been a it's it's been a great run here for the last several years, and the mo- we got a lot of great momentum in the sport and a lot of energy in the sport. And, um, so I'm 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 excited to see how this season turns out. And like like Jeff said, we have teams that are really dominant right now but i've seen this before we see it time and time again where there's a there's sort of a organization who comes out of the box strong and they have a great regular season but then there's someone that jumps out of you know comes out of nowhere and surprises there's a turning of the tide a little bit uh when the playoffs happen and there's a lot of reasons for that um, and it's and it's a little bit different each year, but um, some of these teams are 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 going to change their their performance a little bit and improve and bring the fight to HMS. Um, I don't think this is going to be an easy cakewalk for them in terms of of crowning another champion in that organization like they did last year with Chase Elliott. It's absolutely theirs to lose, but I believe that they're going to have plenty of competition when it comes down to it. Beginning this weekend in Wisconsin, crew chief turned NBC analyst Steve Latart notes that NBC and the NASCAR Cup Series have three more races until a two-week break during the Tokyo Olympics, broadcast by the networks of NBC. The summer vacation will ratchet up the pressure when the teams return to school for the final 14 races of the season. We're also blessed to have a great summer schedule. Um, I've been to Nashville Super Speedway many times, never seen a race there in person. I'll get to see Road America for the first time, and I get to go to Indianapolis and yet for the first time see cars on the road course. Last year we covered that one remotely, so it'll be good to be there. Uh, These guys covered the storylines on the track. I think we're very lucky to have not just storylines on the track, but like I mentioned, the track and the schedule itself is is another storyline all in itself. Uh, We have a little sprint here to an Olympic break, and then when we get back from the Olympics, the heat will be turned on completely for the NASCAR playoffs on who – who's going to make it. And with already 11 different winners and some huge names yet to win, uh, Harvick and Hamlin come to mind. I think that that playoff leaderboard is only going to continue to get tighter. And as the pressure increases, the entertainment increases. So it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch, but watching is a little bit of fun. It's a lot more fun to cover. So I can't wait to get there in person and do it again this weekend. The last of the final four races of the regular season will be at Daytona International Speedway, which had been NASCAR's traditional July 4th destination. Latart says the World Center of Racing plays a much different role as the gateway to the playoffs, and its sister facility, Talladega Super Speedway, 
plays a pivotal role as the fifth race and halfway point of NASCAR's postseason. I will say Daytona, we learned a year ago, as the cutoff to the regular season, has a completely different feel than I ever remember the, the night race at Daytona in the summer having. That last-ditch effort for everyone to find a seat at the table when the playoffs start a week later, I think, has a, a, a completely different energy to it. There's a new level of desperation. And then as you go into the playoffs and you see Talladega, it's kind of the same way. It has a different feel than the spring race at Talladega because of what's on the line. There are some big names protecting their playoff positions and other people looking for that win needed to continue. So I think that's the beauty of the two speedway races you're going to see on NBC is their position within the schedule. I think to end the regular season is great, and then being placed where it is in the playoffs, it makes Talladega even more vital. As the first race of the NBC season on broadcast TV, Flood explains that the side-by-side strategy during advertisements that's used during its IndyCar telecast has been applied to its NASCAR races, with the exception of ad breaks run by its NBC affiliates. NASCAR races are longer, and there are a certain number of races that are on broadcast TV that have to be full screen. They're called station breaks. And those will all be, always be full-screen commercials. When cautions happen, we try and get in our national full-screen commercials. But the last uh, hour and a half to two hours of race, it's always side-by-side. Side. So we've, we've got a great structure in place. Our advertising community uh, has embraced the, the technique and the policy, and that, that's what we've been going with for a long time. While NBC's booth remains the same, Fox will lose its analyst and four-time cup champion Jeff Gordon. Last week, Hendrick Motorsports announced Gordon would join the team as vice chairman on January 1, 2022. He will continue his broadcast duties with Fox Sports through the end of 2021, leaving Clint Boyer after one year together in the booth with Mike Joy. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. And find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.